Welcome to the Park Podcast, sharing tips, advice, and general guidance surrounding the working world. Good morning, and welcome to the Park Podcast. I'm Tony Bracken. I'm Gemma Marshall. And I'm Ben Murray. <laughs> Hello. So, as you know, in this series of podcasts, where we're welcoming experts in their their field to discuss various issues that impact our lives, and today we are delighted to welcome the founder of Boxing Business, Ben Murray, to join us. He's here to talk with us about exercise and the Im- positive impacts that can have on our lives. And we're also going to sort of quiz him on the challenges of how his sector has had to adapt in in recent times, um, and also as well to understand from Ben's perspective what keeps him motivated. So, Ben, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. (laughs) If you want to start by telling us a bit about Boxing Business. Yeah, so Boxing Business is a bit of a unique gym to the island, to be honest. Um, We started Boxing Business in 2009. I'll go on about that later, how we sort of where we came from too. Um, But it's a gym that's got, we do group fitness classes. We've also got personal training facilities on there. uh, And we've got our own little shake bar on the front as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a family run business. Um, so it's very close to my heart. It is my baby. So uh, it's nice to see how it's going at the moment. Brilliant. And and how did you start in the industry? Well, I started, I've always been in sport. Mm. As a kid, I was always doing sport every mm. time I could, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and then 2004, I qualified as personal trainer, started a fitness first as a self-employed PT. Um, and I worked there and got a good little business going, to mm-hmm. be fair. Um, it's not easy. And I was only yeah. 17 when I started. So wow. I know the doubters out there were like, yeah. you're too young. You're not going to be mm. able to get any clients. But I knew I had a background from boxing. Yeah. Um, and I was in the media quite a bit through the boxing and stuff. So I, mm. I always sort of relied on that. Um, yeah, that sort of network that you had established. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So I had that name mm. over here for being in the sport and things yeah. like that. So it always helped me with that in that sense. Mm. Um, so starting in 2004. Uh, worked down there as a personal trainer and in 2012 decided to leave and set up my own gym. Nice. Um, so I set up a small gym in Stockford Road. Um, it used to be a carpet building and I just, mm-hmm. I, I had a vision for it really and I thought I could make something work here. Mm. Um, moved in there, called it BB Fitness, which was actually not a lot of people know, but it was actually named after my son. Uh, he's by Benjamin, so I called it BB. Yeah. But it actually ties in well with boxing business as yeah, well. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, set that up in 2012. But in the meantime, in 2009, uh, my dad and I set up boxing business. Mm. Um, the main reason for that was to do small boxing fitness classes, sure. which I had done at Fitness First. I had gone in and a bit of a bit of a. I went in to Fitness First and I said, "Look, I want to do some classes. I don't want paid for it. I'll do them on your timetable for free." And they couldn't really get their head around that. Really, mm. to be fair. Um, but I went in there and it ended up being the most popular class on the timetable. I mm. uh, wasn't getting paid for it, um, but I had built up my client base yeah. through yeah. me being able to do that. Uh, and I guess a great way to test it. Totally, I think, it yeah. And my way was I could be on the gym floor training a client mm. um, and I'm getting one-to-one and yeah. I'm only showcasing what I can do to one person. Or I can be on the gym floor in the studio and showcase it to 28 people. Mm. And therefore, people come to me and go, I want to do a bit of one-to-one stuff. So I built my business up through that. Yeah. Um, so then the spin-off was 209 set up Boxing Business in a tiny little corridor in Fort Regent. It was actually like a cleaning corridor, I think. Wow. Um, but Dad and I had this vision that we could make it work in a boxing gym. So we put some rigs up, put some bags up. Um, and then, yeah, it sort of it was busy. It got really, really popular. We had to put loads of classes on. Um and so what's your dad yeah. got to do with boxing? It's obviously a family thing if you've yeah, done it all your life. Yeah, he's always been 
He's always been into boxing. Yeah. He had two fights as a kid and got beat. So, so he quit. <laughs> he still wants yeah, he quit. Revenge. So that's it, yeah. But the dream was still there. <laughs> that's yeah. it. And he's always been an avid fan and we've had some good yeah. friends through boxing and stuff. Yeah. So he's always been there and sort of helped me through a little bit of my coaching when I was a kid as well. Mm. Um, and yeah, he's just, uh, he's always been there for me really, to be honest. He's watched me through the years. Yeah. Uh, very knowledgeable in what boxers should be doing and how we should train mm. and business-wise. Um, so that's how we got into it together and yeah. that was up before and then we sort of slowly moved into another room next door uh, and expanded a little mm. bit uh, but 209 we done the first ever white collar boxing in Jersey mm. brought that initiative over from the UK again it was never going to work um, and now we're sort of 14 years on yeah. and it's one of the most popular nights Massive, out yeah. Yeah. and there's loads of people doing it over here now yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah we took that gamble we've always the ones that take the gamble yeah. and then everything else comes off the back of that mm. I feel and then and it must be great to see other people, you know. Yeah, they say imitation. Imitation is the biggest form of flattery, yeah, yeah. Right. And which is great because yeah. everyone's doing it and everyone yeah. does it differently. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't got any begrudges with people no, no. saying, yeah. oh, you've copied ours, you've done yeah, this, that. Yeah. Everyone's doing it different. They've all yeah. put their own stamp on it. So sure. it's cool. And, as and long there's as, space for it as well, yeah, isn't there? Course, so. Totally. And as long as people are fit and healthy and they're just getting people involved in boxing, like people that do our white collars and things, would never have put on a pair of boxing gloves mm. or ever been involved in boxing. But now they're sponsoring local amateur boxing. They're going to fights. They're putting money back into boxing, which yeah. you never would. Mm. But you can also see, I mean, I've personally seen just with people in my own network that have, have been involved in that white collar, but it's actually sort of long-term changed their life. Massively. The life-changing things, like weight loss is a huge one in it. Yeah. Um, but it's more... The people they meet, it's like a network yeah, of sure. people. And there's lifelong yeah. friends that yeah. people have made through yeah. that, you know. Um, and the confidence. Totally. Mm. Yeah, the confidence is huge. Like people that you would never, ever think would step in a ring in front of 700 people have done it. And they've done amazing. And they've, we've literally, yeah, they've changed their life and they've become into fitness. But mm. one of the big things we've noticed from your side of your, from your job line as well is the amount of people that have got jobs through the white collar. Really? Yeah. So someone will be in the gym and they'll be like talking to someone and... There's maybe a lawyer that's yeah, doing yeah. a class. Mm. Yeah. And then someone falls out of their love of what they're doing mm. and they'll be like, oh, I'm looking for a job. And they're in the gym training mm. and all of a sudden this lawyer's got this other guy in interview. Next minute they've got yeah. a job. And the amount of That's people... That's why I'm there, Ben. I was going to yeah, say, yeah, fancy it, yeah. Tony. Great network for there you. There you go. <laughs> Tony yeah. in the ring. Always an opportunity <laughs> wherever you go, Ben. That is it. We love that. And the amount of jobs that have come through boxing yeah. business yeah. at the fore and in our mm. new place yeah. is insane. Yeah. Um, so when are you going to start this sideline? Don't dare. Don't, honestly, yeah. <laughs> that would be it next. Well, I don't know what I can call it, actually. Um, so, no, that's there's a lot of... And, and from your side of it, I was quite interested mm. when you asked me to do this, that we've created so many... Like, people have got jobs that they want to do through mm. friends they've made. Yeah. Um, and also, a lot of businesses have flourished through our classes as well. So, yeah. for example, if someone's got a restaurant, yeah, they'll all our guys will maybe go there for a night out. And then all of a sudden, they've got business through yeah. that. Yeah. Or a hotel, and they're getting stuff for Christmas parties through yeah. us, but then other people will go there, generally won't go there. Mm. So it's we've noticed the spin-off for other people is, is amazing, and, and that's what we really yeah. like. I guess there's also a community element as well, isn't there? You know, uh, becoming established in the Jersey community for boxing, for fitness, for... Yeah. Massive, massive. Yeah. And do you know what? The amount of people, I love it. The amount of people that that put on their CV that they've done a Jersey White Collar Boxing mm. and it stands them in good stead because yeah. there's a lot of people that are like MDs and stuff that are doing the interviews sure. that have done our White Collars yeah. Yeah. and they'll look at it and they'll go, do you know what? They've done the White Collar. They've done it with Ben and Allen. I know them. Yeah. 
or and they'll get the job straight away because they like them and they know yeah. them. But also the main thing is when people put this white collar, they know that it takes 10 weeks of dedication, hard mm. work, yeah. a lot of sacrifice, and they've got to really dig down deep and mm. work hard to get that what they want. Mm. So on a CV, that looks amazing. That yeah. This it's person is yeah, now ready yeah. to do, and if uh, as an employer, achievement, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and as an yeah. employer, I would look at that and go, sure. they've "Wow, they're, they're ready! Yeah. Like yeah. we can throw stuff at them, and they're going to dig deep and get mm. on with this if they want to do it." Mm. So and it works well. That's sort of what what I was going to come on to asking you just about boxing in general. I mean, obviously, there's so many sports, and clearly, boxing has been part of your life, you know, for a long time. But what, why boxing? I mean, what does boxing provide? Do you think, and what what can boxing give to people? What's the benefit? Well, one the, well, the the main benefit is the physical a- aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, people get fit, they feel good. If you feel good, you start mentally, you're feeling good. Um, but one of the main things is respect for yourself and others as well. And boxing's a great leveler in the sense of you can come in that gym thinking you're top of the world, but there's mm-hmm. always going to be someone better than you that can knock you down a peg. Mm-hmm. So you get this sort of respect and you don't get too high. There's always someone to pull you back down and get your feet back on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that was my dad. He always pulled me back down. Like, never lets me get too mm-hmm. high to, to where I want to go. He always just, he'll always play it down. Yeah. Uh, but boxing for me and other kids, the amount of people we get coming off the street that a, a dysfunctional at school or they've got a dysfunctional family or they mm. they've just got no outlook with with people skills and stuff sure. like that they come to us they do some training and it just changes their lives yeah. um and it does it, it, it teaches them respect for themselves and others mainly mm. uh, the discipline the hard work the commitment the sacrifices you've got to give up and not only in sport but you've got to do that in business as well sure, um it's a main it's a big thing like for me in business one of my big sacrifices is not spending as much time with the kids as sure. well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I've done all that through my life in sport. Mm. So when my mates were going out drinking and clubbing and doing stuff like that, I was in the gym training. Yeah. Um, and for me, that was my long-term goal was to get to where I am now. And mm. I've made a business out yeah. of doing that. So yeah. the sacrifices I made short-term have now paid off long-term. Um, well, this is it. People look to you, you know, to you know, improve their fitness, you know, but also look to you to be an inspiration to them. So obviously there's pressure on you on a, on a daily basis. Daily basis, yeah, yeah. daily. You've so got is to be that happy. part of the drivers for you? Uh, massive, yeah, yeah massive. Um, and I've always been a proud person in the sense that I loved working hard. Yeah. Uh, and again, I've got that from my family. They're, they were always grafters and I've seen yeah. them how they used to work. Uh, and I've always worked hard from a young age and that hard work doesn't bother me as long as I can get to where I want to get to. Mm. Um and boxing as well. Training was like that. I was, I think I'm a bit all or nothing. Like I would, as soon as I got into boxing, I knew that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Three times a day, before school, really? after school, all yeah. the time. Just whenever I could, I'd be training. Um, Running up sand dunes and stuff like that. Horrible <laughs> stuff. Yeah, like that's that. always oh. the first stuff you imagine, isn't yeah. it? Vomiting up yeah. the sand dunes. And that's yeah. the thing now. I've got people doing it on a like, weekly basis now, yeah. running up yeah. sand dunes and running up hills and stairs. Mm. And they're like, why don't you join in? I was like, I've done yeah. my time. <laughs> done that. 19 I've years of doing that. Yeah. I'm not doing it anymore. Um, and what, what would you, what advice would you give to somebody to starting out in this sector or, you know, maybe they're a teenager now and, you know, they'd like to be where you are in the future. What would your advice be? It's a tough business. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And the amount of people I've seen come through those doors, as probably at Fitness First, to be honest, it was mm. one of those... And personal training, when I started PTing, it, it was one of those that, oh, I don't know what I want to do in life. I know, I'll just be a personal trainer. It's easy. I'll go and get a qualification. Mm. I can just train people. I, I've always been in a gym all my life. It's not as simple as that. Yeah. It's You've got to have 
you think you've got to be a bit of a unique personality as well. Sure. You've got to have a bit about you. You don't have to be the most knowledgeable trainer in the world. You just have to have a bit about you where you can talk to people, have a laugh. Yeah. Be able to encourage and... Yeah, be yeah. a counsellor as well, if I'm yeah, honest. Yeah, you know, yeah, part of yeah. our job as a PT is to stand and listen. Yeah, yeah, uh, 100%. And you, we find We're out similar. stuff. Yeah, you probably are, aren't and you? It was, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, because, you know, I think any change in somebody's life or... Um, periods of time where you have that interaction. I mean, we were speaking to Paul um, a couple of weeks ago, and as a hairdresser, some people have that relationship with their hairdresser. Some people have it with their personal trainer. Some people, their recruiter. That literally, you're you're like a sounding board, a counselor. Yeah, and ab- absolutely, yeah. We mm. find it, and I have to say that to my guys in the gym that work mm. for me. You know, some days you'll come out of there feeling absolutely drained because yeah. you took everyone else's troubles sure. on. Yeah, um, and you've got to. You, yeah, it's, well, it's part of the job to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, but the highs outweigh the lows in that sense. Mm. Um, and for people that start off just being a client yeah. end up being very good friends sure. uh, and they confide in you a hell of a lot they probably tell us more than they tell the partners at home mm. uh, we find out a lot more what's going on in their life than they will their partners um, and that's it's a nice thing they do they confide in you a hell of a lot and you, you build a bond and my slogan in BB was always, this is no ordinary gym, it's personal. Yeah. And that's what we like to, yeah. to bring into BB. Yeah. Um, and at Boxing Business, you know, we like to create that sort of community, yes. family yeah. element. So yeah. when you walk through that, if you walk through the shake bar, mm. from there, right round to the PT studio, we want to create that happiness. And yeah. Yeah. as soon as Energy. you walk in, you will be greeted with a happy yeah. smile. Mm. How are we doing? We, we try and remember everyone's names. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I forget my own name, but I can remember <laughs> theirs. People go, how can you remember our names? But yeah. there's nothing better when you walk in a gym and you've only been in there once. Yeah. And then you walk back through and they go, hey, how are you, Tony? You yeah, okay? Yeah, exactly, and you're like, yeah. ooh, yeah. they remember me. Yeah. Yeah. People and underestimate the power of actually using someone's, na- name. someone's name. Yeah. Yeah. We always say that it's, as well, don't huge, we? Yeah. And I think that's great, you know, for me especially, who's a person that doesn't really use gyms and never has done before, yeah. to go in and actually, because sometimes you've got a misconception that it's a bit oh, a bit scary yeah, everyone's really or, fit yeah, yeah. and you know you do you know I totally get that with you guys when I go in and everyone's really friendly And well my thing yeah. is gyms gyms are very intimidating places yeah. um, and a lot of people won't go to a gym just because mm. they feel it's intimidating boxing gyms is another level up yeah. that's even more intimidating yeah. Sure. Yeah. so what we're trying to crack at the moment is this stigma of gyms being intimidating mm. uh, and we're getting there to be honest I've really really yeah. noticed it and we get so many nice texts off clients Brilliant. people doing the classes mm. just saying listen I, I love coming to Boxing of Business it's my sort of release for the week yeah. um, and they become a little bit of a family to be honest yeah. and we, we really get to know them yeah. and relax and then their mates will come and they'll be the same mm. and we're really starting to break this barrier now and that's that's our main yeah. thing yeah. in boxing yeah. business to break this barrier of just gyms don't have to be intimidating no um, for sure and we feel that's not like that in boxing business yeah and I, I agree oh, you know because I, I love the class and I think because the class is because it's dark there's mm. lights there's loud music you know everybody is focused in their zone you know, everybody's focused and is there to improve themselves and work on themselves. And whilst you've got that team vibe, yeah, no one's looking at you. Yeah. No, no, no one knows. No what one's you're interested. Doing next and year. to be honest, they can't really see you that well anyway because no, it's dim it. lights They've and sweat loud and music. So they can't see and literally, you're blinded <laughs> with your own sweat. Yeah. But now that's the, that's the sort of that's so nice to hear that as well. Mm. And we, I always say to all my staff, from the moment they walk through the door to the moment they leave, we need to be creating confidence, happiness, yeah. Yeah. and just. Let them enjoy their experience, yeah. you know, and that's what we really want. And I've got to drum it into them quite a bit, you know. At the end of the day, they're coming to us. That's their, if it's half an hour a week, that's mm. their happy half an hour a week. Yeah. And we have to be happy with them. Yeah. Um, so mm. don't start putting all your problems on them or yeah. 
just put a face on and you get yeah. on with it and you're happy. Yeah. And we've got to create that. And I think we're really breaking that barrier down at the moment with, yeah. with the sort of stigma of gyms. So it's it's working. We yeah. just want to keep going. Good. Yeah. And I mean, the, the, the sort of benefits are, are proven. You know, it's fact. The, the sort of um, positives that exercise has on physical and mental health etc but I mean from from your perspective has there been some you know you obviously see changes on a daily basis with the clients and the people that you work with are there are there stories that you feel particularly stand out for for the experience that you've seen and, and what you've gained from that over the years we've had so many people coming yeah. to us that, that have lost shared loads of weight yeah. and I mean I was telling one of my clients the other, uh, one of my PTs the other day about an old client I had at Fitness First and he came to me with 28 stone. Uh, he used to be drinking four litres of full-fat milk a week. Wow. A day, sorry, a day. Because he was delivering milk. And I was like, right, that has to stop. In the end, managed to get him down to... We got him to 19 and a half stone. Um, but then the annoying thing, they disappear. And then really? they come back. But they came back at 24 stone next right, time. Yeah, so we were yeah. still four stone lighter. Sure. Yeah. Got him back down to 19. Um, and then disappeared off the face of the earth. And literally, I could, honestly, I've not seen him for 10 years. Mm. Cycling along the front the other day, I'd only said this to my cl- PT on Friday, cycling on the front of the weekend with my kids, and he cycled past me. No. And I was like, hey, how are you doing? And then I said to Bo, like I told him the story, and he looked great. Yeah. He looked brilliant. So yeah. I was like, tick, we've done something there. Yeah. We've changed yeah, his yeah, life. And yeah. even though I haven't done it indirectly now, yeah. I'd got him there, started, started the train. We started the yeah. journey, um, yeah. But we see stuff like that all the time, you know. Yeah. Uh, people losing like serious amounts of weight but mm. i think at the minute what's in the, in the public eye as well is mental health yeah like the amount of lives we're changing at the moment yeah just just positive mental attitudes um it, the weight loss thing isn't and like getting someone super fit to run a marathon isn't mm. my goal at the moment it's all about this mental health and getting people it's it's a bit of a thrown around word it's the hot topic at the it moment is, isn't yeah. it mental yeah. health or sure. anxiety yeah. or something yeah. like that yeah. it's a bit too too much thrown mm. around mm. Um, but it's there isn't it it's, it's real huge. it's huge it's yeah. huge and especially yeah. what we're going through at the moment is mm. really bad um, so for us at the moment the, as I said before the, the text we get saying look I'm so happy when I come in there it's lovely the team's great blah, blah. that's all we're, we're interested in at the moment yeah. uh, results will come if someone's happy then they train better yeah. they come in more often mm. yeah. and it's like that sort of circle, circle totally. if they're coming in more often they're happy they're good in a good headspace they're in a good place mentally lifestyle's good mm. they're going to lose weight it's a yeah. byproduct of exercise yeah. um, but I think the main thing at the moment for people is this mental health yeah. we really need to mm. watch people at the moment sure. but totally. training's a big thing yeah. a massive thing I mean you know let's touch on obviously you know what's gone on mm. in the last uh, you know six six plus months is obviously we've, we've had a hell of an experience oh, a global a pandemic and you've yeah. had a shocker in particular haven't you because yeah. you were just, just about to open your door yeah. were you uh, oh we literally just opened four weeks wow. four weeks yeah. four weeks and I'd been sort of the gym now we're at had been a year in the making if not more was that a year and a half from mm. the moment we got planning to, to building and the rest of it um, we opened the doors and we, we'd done a real slow release to do it so we started really really slow done it bit by bit we didn't just throw everything in at once mm. we wanted to get everything right in certain sectors yeah. um so we've done like week one week two week three we were like right week four we go everything oh, yeah. all go uh went week four sad we're like wednesday this is amazing friday oh, shut god and I'll, I'll be honest with you like i as i said i i, I don't i'm quite an emotional person to be fair mm. but I literally sat in that juice bar on that Friday afternoon with tears. Oh, like yeah. I literally sobbed for about yeah. an hour. Yeah. 
and uh, no one was there. Jade had left. Everyone left the gym. I was just there on my own. I was locking that door, and I was like, it was just a thought of like, do you know what? I've worked nineteen yeah, years, so if not more. Yeah. If you take into my sport to get to where mm, I am now, sure. it's been a lifetime to get to where I was, mm. and all to be taken away. I didn't know because we were so new in the business as well. And we had rents to pay. We had bills. I had bills coming out of my ears with contractors. But they were amazing with me. I didn't know when I locked that door if I was ever going to open it again. And it sounds quite like drama, drama. But it was. It was like, yeah. Yeah. how long have we shot for? How much money am I going to How long am I yeah, able to how last? Financially, how, yeah. Yeah. how are you going to handle that? How yeah. are my PTs going to survive? I was worried mm. about them as well. And mm. that's a bit of me. Mm. I just think about everyone else. So I was worried about what they're going to do. They're, how are we going to f- act as a family? Mm. So, like, locking that door for the last time. I literally sat there for an hour and just yeah. sobbed. Yeah. And I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Mm. And then, yeah, that was it. It was, like, four weeks in, um, shut the doors. Yeah. And said to Jade when I got home, I was like, I am not looking at social media. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to act on anything for 10 days. Mm. So I was like, I'm just going to isolate, which you're maybe yeah. doing, yeah. stay in lockdown. Yeah. Uh, and just take time out and then think about what's going on here. Because sure. mm. um, if you think if you just jump in stuff, it's just irrational, yeah. isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we did the same, didn't we? We yeah. had to uh, take a bit of a step back and yeah. think. Well, it's always I always say yeah. to myself, sleep on it, because yeah. I think in my when I was younger, I I would make a decision, you know, without thinking about it, and and it would impact because often it was the wrong decision. Mm. And I think as I grew, mm. you know, in business in in life. You learn you have to sleep on it. You have to walk away from the emotion, don't you? Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, we could never have imagined what was going to happen this no, year. No. Like, no one. No one Someone could. said to me, oh, can you do me a business plan for the forecast for 21? I was like, no. Why am I going to do that? If I had done yeah. you one for 2020, yeah. this wouldn't have been in the script yeah. at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah we're going to open four weeks and then shut for 12, yeah. 14 at the end. Was it was 14 like, weeks? Yeah, 14 yeah. weeks shut. It was just a disaster. Yeah. But, and th- I, again, I sound like I'm talking absolute madness here. It was the best thing that ever happened to me in my life. Really? That 12 weeks was the best 12 weeks of my life, okay. personally and business-wise. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm sort of miles behind where I need to be with money, but money comes and goes. Sure. Um, it gave me a time, that 10 days where I sat back and went, right, nothing now. Mm. And then we went, I went, right, I'm going to go on live on yeah. Instagram. So we started doing, th- we done done one, actually. I said, mm. we'll do one live, see how it went. We got on and we had 600 viewers on there at any one time watching our stuff and I was like right something here you know Yeah. and we were doing it from the inside of our house moved all the furniture and got it and we were buzzing off it and that's the only way and your kids were involved as well they loved it Bo and Sage loved it Jade loved it we were all doing a bit Yeah. Um, and that was the only way we sort of knew what day of the week it was as well Mm. we were like oh right it's Monday we need to do our session (laughs) so we knew what day of the week it was so but it's interesting, Ben, because, you know, being, you know, you, you're a husband, you're a father, you're the owner of a business, you know, you've got your own staff team reporting to you, but you're also um, a go-to for people for their sort of physical and mental health because of that exercise. So when the pressure's on, I mean, you know, and when, you know, your livelihood is at risk for that three months, obviously, as you said, you're now able to say that you were able to reflect and walk away as a great experience. But, I mean, the pressure... It was hard. How do you handle yeah. that pressure? It was tough. It was tough. And I think because I knew I had so many things, as you say, resting on my shoulders yeah. here with my staff and everything yeah. else. Financially, I had a lot of money to pay out mm. for the build of the business, which yeah. I, I just... I, I said to the guys, I literally phoned them and said, look, I can't physically pay you at the moment, mm. so I'm actually not going to worry about it. And I said that to Jade. There's no point controlling the uncontrollable. Yeah. And that's what I got into my head. And I was like, mm. I'm not going to bother about it. 
because if I do, it's just going to ruin this experience. Mm. Um, so I just sort of, yeah, we went on to the Instagram stuff. We started doing one a week and then we went, no, we'll do more. So we've done three mm. a week. We've done, then we started raising money for the charity through it. We didn't want paid for it. We could have done with the money, if I'm honest. Yeah. But I was like, no, do you know what? We'll go do a charity aspect. Started raising money. People were logging in all the time. Got my mate, uh, Anthony Collar from Manchester to log on one. Mm. He done it as a split screen with me. We ended up hitting 4,000 people on that, which wow. was insane. Right. Yeah. Um, and we were buzzing off that then. Yeah. Yeah. And, then and it's it, great for that buzz, isn't it? For yeah. your, your personal yeah. as well. So. Uh, and then it got to the point where it gave me a chance to sit back. Like, you're probably the same that constantly on that Ferris wheel. And we know no different. Mm. Like, I was getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning, going to work, coming home at 9 o'clock. Constant. Monday to Friday. Mm, yeah. Saturday, Sunday's working. And that was just the norm. And you think, that's what I do. I'm not, yeah. you know, that's what I do. It's mm. fine. I'll just keep going. But I got off that Ferris wheel and looked at the business as a whole and went, right, that needs to change. This mm. needs to change. I know where I want to go to, but this is going to stop me. And I need everyone in the same sort of mindset as me and to look at the business, what I want sure. it for. Yeah. So it gave me a real chance to sit back and I'd set up an online booking system, which yeah. is working really well at the moment. Yeah. And without that, this would have been a disaster. Mm. So it gave me stuff through stuff like that. Um, but the main thing, like, I've come out of it, I... I we were doing homeschooling and you've got kids. <laughs> Gee, oh. Some of the stories oh. we've heard. <laughs> Newfound respect for teachers yeah. there. Yeah. Honestly, at Christmas, they're getting a big gift off yeah. me this year. So teachers like, are rubbing their hands together. Right yeah, now. and I'm not, I'm not the brightest spark in the box anyway. So like me trying to teach the kids was just a waste of time. They'll probably go backwards, to be honest. So <laughs> I was like, Jade, do you know what? We'll do what we can. Yeah. Um, if the teachers phone us, we'll just say, look, we're doing what we can. Yeah. Uh, they've got, everyone's got to understand that it was a bad enough time for everyone. Like, we've never been through that. It's like being in the war when you've got a lockdown. We've mm. never been through anything like this. So I said, Jay, we've got two options. We either keep banging our heads off the wall, worry about money, worry about the kids homeschooling, worry about the business, or we just forget about everything. We do what we can with the kids, and we have a 12-week summer holiday. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, and that's exactly what we've done. Brilliant. The weather was amazing, so yeah, it was brilliant. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, I would do a couple of Zoom clients in the morning. Mm. So do them. They were training at home, doing that online, which was amazing. Um, and then I'd say, right, 12 o'clock, books down, phones off, iPad shut, we're going to do something. So yeah. we'd go out for walks, we'd go to the beach, we'd do something. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'd come home in the evening, if it was a Monday, Wednesday or a Saturday, we'd do our sessions online. Mm. Um, and that was our routine. Yeah. Like silly things like I got to wake up, go downstairs and have a coffee with Jade. Yeah. Like I could sit and have a coffee and that was our little routine. Yeah. A hot water yeah. and lemon and a coffee and it was yeah. like... The little things in life yeah. have just been amazing. Yeah. Um, and that sort of stuff was amazing. Uh, so that was my personal side. But the business side, we've come in in such a stronger position in mm. the sense of hitting a different demographic of people yeah. through the online stuff. Sure. Yeah. Um, the States of Jersey wanted us to, to come on board with them. Uh, we've done five sessions on, on their platform. Um, and then I got them to send me a stats. They sent me a stats thing. Mm. We actually hit, direct or indirect, we hit 75,000 people. Wow. Which... I couldn't market myself no, like that. It's unbelievable, no, unbelievable, isn't it? If we hadn't had to close or do this, mm. we would never have been able to hit that many people. So now, 75,000 people, if you like, know about boxing business. They might never come to us, but they know about it. If they, yeah, hear, a, yeah. if they hear the word said, oh, that's that guy yeah, that's done this the, or yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So we, off the back of that, we've had a hell of a lot of business come mm. through the doors now that we would never have normally had. Um, so for me, yeah, lockdown was actually, looking back on it, yeah. really, really positive. Yeah. Um, mm. Don't I want another, do another one again. One. No, no, no <laughs> yeah. on that said, yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Oh, on that said, I could never do another one. Yeah, that would yeah, just drive yeah. me mad because yeah. we, we, we now we don't need to, and no. we, 
you know, we need to just crack on. Everyone needs to yes, get on. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, well, it sounds like things are really positive, so you want to keep the momentum going, absolutely. don't you, as well? Yeah. They are positive, yeah, but I'm a really positive person. Like, mm. I'm always like, hey, how are you doing, blah, blah, blah. And with my trainers, I'm constantly trying to instill sort of positive mental attitude mm. in them as well. But I don't, I won't even lie, the last few weeks have been real tough. Like, yeah. I've had a few real down days, yeah. and people yeah. don't see that. No. Uh, and people think, oh, Ben's happy, he's this, he's that. But the weight on my shoulders again yeah. is just insane. Yeah. So what do you do to, to take that, to lift that? What do you look at, where do you go to get inspiration or your own sort of high or, or mo, you know? Well, as I said, like my old man, he's always been, my dad's always been one to, to keep my feet on the ground, but he's yeah. also one to talk a lot of sense. Yeah. And he always picks me up. Sure. Um, and he'll just like, he's the old school, oh, sort yourself out, what's yeah. wrong with you? What's <laughs> yeah. but, then, but then again, that said, yeah. with mental health, it's not a good thing. Mm. So you know if someone like a typical man, yeah, just to keep it all in, suppress yeah. it all, and then someone keeps going, Oh, you're fine, you're fine. What's get on with it? What's the matter we are? Mm. And then all of a sudden they're not right. Yeah. Mm. Um but I'm not I'm not I'm not like that, I'm not saying that. Yeah. But, but my dad's like, he's one of those, come on, just get on with it. And then we look at the positives. So we're like, yeah. right, the business is going well. Sure. Mm. I've got Jade, I've got the kids, I've got a great yeah. family, yeah. I've got a house, I've mm. got this. Like and the positives massively outweigh the negatives. But it's very hard at the moment as a business owner, which you mm. can you, you can get as well is that we're constantly got this in the back of our head mm. are we going into another lockdown yeah what's going to happen with this virus yeah. are we going to get track and traced yeah. is this going to happen is that yeah. going to happen whereas we just want to get on now and yeah. as a business you just want to keep cracking on so like with these down days you just got to let it go yeah. like i'll have like it won't even be a day to be honest it'll be a couple of hours mm. and then I'll be sat in the shake bar. Everyone starts flying through the doors. They're all happy. We're mm, happy. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking, mm. yeah, what's that all about? What's yeah, it's all about? good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is. It's. It's just. It's just. And it's not that you're getting down. It's mm. just that you're looking after your business. You're looking yeah, after yeah, your you're family. Trying to and wait your life, you know? Yeah, it gets yeah. You. And and you know, obviously, a lot, a lot of clients or, or people that we deal with will get support for funding for their you know exercise via corporate packages mm. or um you know i've heard you mention that you've got a couple of corporates that come in to do training what's your experience in that market then corporates a huge side for us yeah. really um and the white collar was a massive bit for that because mm. you get a lot of people sign up their corporates actually pay for their training fees and then they'll support them on the night and they sponsor them and they get their logos all over them and stuff like that yeah. so Sport aspect is a huge thing for corporates now. Mm. Uh, it used to be that corporate night would involve loads of drink, some music, dance. Sure. Normally people are getting in trouble. Yeah. Uh, getting d- disciplined the next yeah. day at dodgy, work. Dodgy events. Yeah, going, getting disciplined yeah. at work. Yeah. Um, but now I think, and I don't know if it's down to corona or anything, but we noticed a little trend before this kicked in mm. of corporates now knowing, like, like, listen, we need to look after our staff. Yeah. And keep them fit and healthy and mentally in place and my thing with corporates is if you've got someone coming in the gym they're more likely to go home and eat well they're mm. less likely to go to the pub after training yeah um that for therefore the spin-off is they feel good they look good they eat yeah. well they stay healthy mm. their immune systems are up Just they're less likely to take better. days off work yeah um yeah. so like sick days it's fact that mm. people yeah. that train in the gym the sick days are less um, and also they're just a lot more proactive in the work mm. so if you've got energy and you're fit you're going to work harder you're going to work longer you're not going to get tired yeah. you won't fatigue once you fatigue you start making mistakes so if you're fit and healthy the spin-off for that is you're going to get more out of your staff aren't you mm. yeah. and, and do you go out looking for this business or is it we you're lucky enough for it to, to come to come to you naturally we haven't been out there we, we're surrounded by offices at the moment yeah. where we are and we haven't been out 
just gin- due to the fact that we can't really service what we need to do at the moment. Yeah. So for me to go out and get caught boots would be silly because yeah. they'll come to me and go, all right, we want to do this. And I'm like, oh, we can't. can't yeah, can't fit it in. Uh, yeah. We're restricting yeah. in a sense of, mm. of space, but we're also restricting with gloves. With and gloves. Sort of thing. Yeah. You can't be yeah. lending people gloves out yeah. because of what's going on. Yeah. Um, and if you've got 18 people in your work, six of them might have gloves. Yeah. We can't be lending gloves sure. out to everyone. So we're a bit we're a bit reticent to do anything like that at the moment. Sure. But um, corporate side of it, yeah, they're definitely seeing... We're definitely seeing a change in trends mm. with training anyway, but with corporates, definitely they're, they're a lot more inclined to get them coming in the gym and having a social event in the gym yeah. as to having a social event. Don't get wrong, they'll yeah. still do it in the pubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they want that social event in the gym as yeah. well. And if mm. they can then get someone that wouldn't come to the gym, come in, just try it for once. And we know once we get people through that door, they're going to come back, I yeah. think. We do yeah. a good job. At, I'm yeah. not going to talk out of turn, but yeah. we do a good job what we do. So I think we, once we've got them, they'll come back. Mm. Um, and all them benefits then I mentioned earlier sure. will then start yeah. as an employer. That's what I want. Yeah, I want my staff in a gym. We met this guy in America once, um, and the Americans are always very far ahead of us, aren't they, yeah. at the times? Yeah. And he was a real estate guy. So he had his real estate office in one bit, and he'd bought the building next door. And in the building next door, he'd built a gym. And it was at he showed me the pictures. It was a state of the art gym, mm. and uh, basically all the staff he's got working for him got free memberships in the gym, and then it had like a little social juice bar at the side. Yeah. So they would go in there and work. And his thing was like I've just said there, yeah. less time off work, sure. proactive. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's a benefit. There's all got. the stats are there, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. 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 The facts are there, and yeah. it's, it's obviously massive. You know, mm. it's uh, it's huge. Yeah. But yeah. going back to remember, you, you, sorry, I missed the question when you said about how do I release mm. sort of these down bits? Yeah. I'm lucky enough to have the gym there Yeah, and do the boxing. So I'll yeah. get in there and I'll hit the bags Will or you? I'll go for a run. Sure. I can't yeah. run at the moment, but I'll hit the bags or I'll do some weights or I'll mm. do something or I'll listen to a podcast. Mm. Um, but the main thing for me is exercise. It just releases yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And whilst you're training, you're in that zone, like you said before. Yeah. You're in that zone and you forget about everything else. You just get on mm. with what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so it's quite a good way of doing it, to be honest, the boxing. And what about, you know, do you have any sort of tips for those that are wanting to improve their fitness, for those at the very beginning of their journeys? Start slow. Yeah. Mm. Just start slow. Yeah. And the old the old one, the old saying is it's a marathon, not a sure. sprint. Mm. Like people go goals. far too hard, far too quick. Yeah. And then they're in, they're in bits for days, yeah. and then they're like, Oof, "I'm not going back there. Like, I'm not. I can't mm. possibly train like that." And then I lose out on spend. Can't run with the kids. The kids kids can't sit on my lap. Yeah. My legs are too sore. <laughs> We've all had it, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the it. thing. I would just say, anyone who wants to get into it, mm. just give it a go. Yeah. Uh, and they're not, as I said earlier, they're not intimidating places. They're not. Some places mm. can be. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But most things now, people are starting to see the, the trainers and the owners are starting to see things differently now. Yeah. They have to break this barrier of being intimidating. Um, even if it's a case of just getting out for walks, you know, before you come to the gym. Yeah. Get out and get get yourself a watch or something and say, yeah, right, yeah. I'm going to do 10,000 steps a day. Yeah. Get out and do that. You'll start noticing the benefits straight away. And then you'll go, I'll go to the gym and sure. do a class. But make sure it's not, you're not, you know, you're not trying to keep up with someone next to you. Yeah. Um, just do what you can. Mm. Um, and this is the thing like people try and go too hard too quick compare themselves with other people and then they're like oh I can't do it I'm, mm. I'm rubbish I'm this and that but they're not they mm. just need to sort of start slow and then your fitness levels go up your volume of work goes up and then before you know it you're the one beating those guys yeah, um, yeah. and I think that's that's mm. the thing just give it a go yeah um, and see what happens 
Brilliant. And Good. let's uh, just give a little plug to that shake bar of yours. Amazing. Oh, the shake bar. Do you Best like it? Yeah. About when I finish my session, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Do you know what? People say that. They're I like, know. I'm not here for the training, I'm here for the shake. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. Kid um, chocolate is the one to yes. have, people, let me yeah. assure you. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know? Like, I was just saying to someone came in this morning for a Canelo. Yeah. And I was like, do you know why it's called Canelo? And they're like, no. So that was the thing. We've named all our shakes after either our current boxers or future or past boxers. Oh, wow. So all their nicknames are the, the thing. So we've got yeah. like Kid Chocolate, yeah. which is obviously Peter Quillen. He's, he was an old boxer, mm. but he was brilliant. So there you've got your chocolate shake, which is your favourite, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got the Fury one, which is Tyson Fury. Sure. Uh, we wanted that to be green, but it, it doesn't really turn out green because we put cacao and stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. But it's got the mint, the spinach. Mm. So that's our element of the green. Uh, the Hitman, which is a coffee one. Yeah. And that's my idol, Ricky Hitman Hatton. Mm. So it's got that coffee hit. So we've gone yeah. for that one. Uh, Canelo's a good one. So Canelo's got cinnamon in it. Uh, and Canelo is a guy called Sal Alvarez. And he's basically a Mexican boxer. Okay. Um, and in Mexico, they call him the Cinnamon Man. Because Canelo means cinnamon. Right. Uh, so that's why we've got a cinnamon shake and we've called it Canelo. Yeah. So. Oh, there you go. You've so there's a story behind the wall. There you go. There's a story behind it. Yeah. So it's uh, it's cool. And then Jade's in there. Jade and Liam are in there shaking them up. So. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. It's, it's, it's nice. And just to have, again, that's just an add-on to, to what yeah. we do. You know, it's yeah. not all about a gym. It's all about mm. having that vibe through the whole place. And if some people just come down for a shake. They yeah. don't even train. They'll just they'll walk past or they'll walk up from work. Oh, can you do that? Can yeah. You? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get in no, there, That's the reward. That's the reward. So they come in for a laugh. Afterwards. Yeah. A bit, yeah. Of, bit of banter and a yeah. shake. And then they're back to work. So it's, yeah, yeah. it's cool. Brilliant. Yeah, well, what, what can I say, Ben? Yeah. Thanks Thank so much you. for joining no us problem. today. Um, and I hope everyone enjoys it as much as we have. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Cheers, girls. Bye. Thank Cheers. you. Thank you for listening to The Park Podcast, sharing tips, advice and general guidance surrounding the working world.